Hey, look at that. <laughs> it's happening. We are live on the side. A quest. Live. Live, live, live. Uh, on a beautiful Thursday night, which is always fun. Yeah. Um, it's a good time. I'm I'm Dolly Demofsky. Right there. JJ Maidenless Holder. Oh, I like that. I got to switch that up. I'm changing it every week now. I'm just... I'm done with the Twitter handle. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't. Uh, you weren't on it last week on our episode last week, and uh, uh, which was also a two-person episode. So <laughs> this week, I'm just kind of going through the uh, through the yeah. teams. Just, just, right just, just some private one-on-one time with private. the staff. This is this is with the, <laughs> exactly private call. Listen, yeah. this is your end of the year review. Uh-oh. That would actually be kind of a fun angle for <laughs> just have for, like. Employee engagement meetings. I fucking love that idea. And then, oh, dude, that is okay. We're gonna have to do that. Maybe that'll be our beginning of the year podcast from now on. It'll be employee engagement, one on one podcasts. With, I like that. That's for the good. entire well, every like yeah for the first like four weeks. It's one with yes. Zach, one with Taylor, one with me, one with Sam. <laughs> yep, oh, I love this idea. That's awesome. How you doing, JJ? Oh, I'm doing great. As great uh, as I can be. um yeah it's like i said it's thursday i guess it's yeah whatever um uh and there's not a whole i mean i don't even know where to begin with this (laughs) with the news i mean i guess there's not a lot of news we can always flip through an old uh gaming magazine again if we need to if we need to, we're gonna try to keep it under two hours for the for the actual gaming magazine part. Um, which is always I, cool. Yeah, yeah. it's always cool. maybe it'll be the the end the Super Mario sixty four magazine that uh, Nintendo <laughs> only put out. Oh, oh man, a bunch of fucking dweebs. <laughs> yeah, they're like so hard up. So, so the news was uh, Kotaku posted the uh, the follow up. So a uh, couple weeks ago or so, whenever it was. Yeah, the um, oh, the. The, the, was it Japanese? Was Japanese strategy yeah, guy? Japanese for Super Mario sixty four. Uh, sort of made its rounds again every few mm-hmm. years or so. That guide makes its rounds, and it's the beautiful guide where they created. Uh, the maps are like clay sculptures of the maps from Super Mario sixty four, uh, and they're gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's really why they're going around. Nobody's sending them around as like. A strategy like reselling the strategy guide. They yeah. just want to share this sort of lost art. Like, because mm-hmm. remember, like Nintendo used to like Nintendo Power used to be very similar, where all of the covers were photographs. Uh, yes. They weren't like drawn or screenshots or anything. <clears throat> the first issue was like the clay, fi- the claymation uh, Super Mario Brothers two. Uh, and most and then of the, the final issue was as well, wasn't it? Yeah, the final issue yeah. was. Uh, Which I have too, actually. It's, was it? Was it New Super Mario Brothers Wii or was it Wii U? Something or was like it? That. It was yeah. one of them. It, it was one of the most recent ones redone in that style. Uh, and like the issues, like there's the Castlevania one that has like a real photo of like Simon holding the Dracula mm-hmm. skull. Or, you know, there was the Zelda one with, like, an actual link, like, the stage. Yes. Which is a gorgeous cover. Um, yeah, there was a Star Tropics one with, like, a clay... The Star uh, Tropics was really good. ...clay uh, parrot on it. And it was like, that's what they used to do. And so it's the same thing for this uh, strategy guide where they was just, like, somebody spent a lot of fucking time <clears throat> on these and... 
I'm breaking up. There we <laughs> go. Oh, no, I heard you. Okay. I, I think oh, your, your video I is think, your I think camera. it's just my camera died. I, I, oh. oh, yeah. It even says your camera was unplugged, which is. Uh, which is probably why. <laughs> uh, definitely I have not a, true. I am looking at it in the USB port now. So I feel like it just. Uh, maybe you just need to unplug it and plug it back in. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm going to flip. Uh, I'm going to show some of these magazines, by the way, while you're fiddling yeah. with that. There's that uh, that very first uh, Nintendo Power issue. By the way, you know what's great? Um, the covers are here, and you can actually find these full magazines online in places. Oh, like, yeah. They're all over the place. I mean, like, I have... <clears throat> there's the one I was talking about right yep. there. Right, the like headless I... Dracula. I love that. It just got Dracula head. Yeah, like Dracula I was saying. Uh... <clears throat> oh, it's... I'm such... I'm so stupid. Oh, okay. no. What, what what happened? Oh, I could have just clicked the the camera button, and it was going to work. Like I, I'm sitting here trying to figure out like did the driver stop? Did it, no, I'll just click the button that says turn on the tech camera. support. Tech support yeah. on a Thursday night. Uh, I have the first 50 issues of Nintendo Power on this hard drive. If we if if we decide we need to fill time, we can just randomly pull up an issue of Nintendo Power and thumb through it. <laughs> uh, but, I, um... Yeah. So, but anyway, the moral of this story was yeah. uh, Nintendo is pulling down like all of the references mm -hmm. of of that magazine scans like on Twitter and everything because yep. Nintendo's got a Nintendo. Uh, uh, Nintendo of America basically st exists as more of a law firm than a mm -hmm. company. Like, cause you got to remember uh, like, um, like Howard Lincoln, you know, was Nintendo's <laughs> attorney. Like, yep. <laughs> that, that, that so like it, this is a company that uh, started as like Nintendo of America is basically a a law firm like mm -hmm. and, and that 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 DNA survives today at Nintendo of America uh which is like you can complain a lot of things about Nintendo uh and sort of their uh, view on the industry, but I think the worst part of Nintendo of America in particular is their sort of litigiousness for bullshit. <laughs> so they just they just can't they just can't help themselves. The stupidest stuff they'll go after. Mm -hmm. It's it's frustrating every time. It's uh it's it's pretty wild. I mean I'm looking at like all the images. There's a bunch of on eBay for like two hundred dollars and you know then there's yeah. like the $60 version, which is like strategy guide. So yeah. <clears throat> yeah, but they're, they're pretty, they're pretty cool. Uh, the, the guide I should say, because yeah. this guide had, had a bunch of, um, awesome artwork. Here's the, I'm going to share the, uh, Kotaku screen here real quick. So you guys can, you guys can see, um, <clears throat> check it. Like they handmade a lot of these, like instead of just showing you, a drawing or yeah. a scan, you know, a, uh, uh, images. They did this full 3D diorama for a bunch of the stages. Look at that front. The front cover there is so badass. Yeah. <clears throat> this is a work of art. I would rebuy this. If yeah. Nintendo republished this, I would buy it. Like, I would yeah. spend 20 Or, or put it, like, Nintendo does a really bad job at putting yeah. out history stuff. Um, because, like, I really love getting, like, video game art books or like mm -hmm, historical mm -hmm. books and stuff and like the mario one uh that they put out a little while ago sucks 
Yeah, yeah. It does. Uh, the Zelda stuff is pretty. I think like the Zelda stuff that they put out is genuinely pretty okay. I think because Dark Horse um, like really puts their all into those, right? Is yeah. it Dark Horse that, that, that or, or yeah, 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 it's okay. Dark Horse. Yeah. Um, it's very sad to see like Dark Horse used to be like an industry leader in comics, and now it's basically like video game art books. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's sad. they yeah. lost the Star Wars license for comics, <clears throat> and that was just, they just they never, they never fully recovered in the comic book industry. But look at that. That's cute. It's yeah, awesome. <laughs> that is stuff that, uh, you know, nin- yeah. Nintendo should, I mean, they should put it out, obviously, but they're. If, uh, if you look through old, like, newspaper ads and stuff and like, the 70s and stuff, a lot of that stuff was, like, hand-drawn representation. Oh, yeah. Stuff things, yeah. Which is really cool because Gorgeous. that's just how stuff worked. Like, mm-hmm. it was it was kind of a pain in the ass, and I'm pretty sure whoever was in charge of the strategy guide, like, pain in the ass to get screenshots in the 90s or mm-hmm, even like mm-hmm. the 80s like when we look through these old magazines so many of them are just like off screen like they took their 35 millimeter fujifilm camera and had to snap a photo at you know ces or e3 to get a screenshot for their magazine yeah yeah and uh you know and i'm sure it was just as difficult in 1996 <laughs> to get like a magazine filled with screenshots so let's just <laughs> let's just hire an artist to painstakingly <laughs> recreate the entirety of super mario 64 in clay i guess it's it's <laughs> so wild it's yeah. so wild some poor dude had to do it yeah <laughs> but you know you see that you see little details like the m for yeah. mario or maybe it's yeah. wario first one um but l uh, is real <laughs> l is real um the yeah nintendo doing nintendo very nintendo yeah. things with that um but yeah that's not the only news we have this week there's there are little things here and there i'm gonna hop on over to a uh, ye old sidequesting.com which is where i've posted a bunch of it i probably should you know do do an agenda before yeah. before the uh the show we kind of uh, just we're just kind of winging this one <laughs> yeah there are two that uh that i want to do that that directly relate to you okay Uh-oh. okay in this a good way the, or a bad way one is in a i think it both kind of be good ways i guess uh, one is something that we absolutely um have been saying was going to happen and that's yeah, <laughs> Suicide Squad, kill the Justice that, League. That, uh, did you did you see who's voicing uh, King Shark in this game? No, who is it? Samoa Joe. Is he really? Yeah. Oh, King so it's not, uh, it's not Sly Stallone. That's awesome, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Badass. Uh, okay, that's, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm I, totally. I, I am interested in this game. Oh yeah, it's, for sure. Uh, it definitely uh, looked. You know, I'll play the trailer here while we're I'll turn off the volume while we're yeah. chatting here. This is the, uh, the 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 newer story trailer from before. Um, <clears throat> this is uh, we're so both of these games they're not live service games, right? They were just like co-op. Like this one was this one a little more co-op, and I think the Gotham Knights was single player. I think the Gotham Knights one is supposed to be the co mm. co-op one because each character is anymore. like because it's supposed to be like the Bat Family. Like, okay, this one. I, as far as I'm concerned, I think they're just the same game from different studios, like just different angles. Like maybe, or like Gotham Knights just sort of seems like it's just more Arkham without Batman, and this one's this one 
I really don't have a feel for it yet. Like I see a yeah. bunch of shots from it and uh I feel like this prop this game probably could have benefited from being a little more focused. Yep, because uh, I, I don't know what's don't I still don't know what the, the point is of the game. I know kill the I, justice. It, it thing, but... Yeah, it definitely <clears throat> I I'm assuming it's gotta be like an Earth 2 situation. <clears throat> sure. Um, but, but is it is it like a shoot? I mean, is it a full on shooter? Are you t are you taking on uh, based swarms on of enemies or kind of, of, yeah, yeah? I feel like this game in particular would have really benefited from just like I think if because like that's clearly supposed to represent what gameplay is going to look like. Yeah, Harley yeah. Quinn swinging around and stuff. So I think this one's going to be way more uh, like high paced uh action as opposed to gotham knights which will probably be more like the arkham games which are action-packed but slower paced because batman but slower paced but batman doesn't yep. move particularly fast and i feel like it'll be the same thing with that one this one probably if this game was coming out other than if this game was coming out a year later which it is now uh it probably would have taken more cues from the guardians game uh yeah maybe uh, if, i if think you're right had, because i think just focus on Harley Quinn and just have it be like that where it's the where the Guardians game is you as Star-Lord and the rest of the crew is just helping you and you're building you're working together even though you're kind of antagonistic with one another you really mm -hmm. are trying for the better and to, and I feel like it would have been this probably would have benefited from being the same thing uh and I, but, I mean, I, what, yeah. what's also kind of interesting is that I, I look at that and I think, uh, hey, which of those characters is going to get swapped out for Peacemaker? Peacemaker, baby. <laughs> yeah. It's Captain like, Boomerang. Like oh, if, Boomerang, like if they, if I'm a hundred percent certain, if they could do it all over again, Boomerang, Captain Boomerang would be Peacemaker right now. Yeah. Like, like if they could just, like if this wasn't very deep into development, yeah. It would be Peacemaker instantly. Um, and, you know, there may be... Because uh, they, they missed out on getting the game out when the movie was out last year, yeah. right? They yeah. missed, on, missed out on getting the game out when Peacemaker was out. Yep. Uh, you know, when it debuted. All and of these games are missing out on yeah. crossover stuff. Because, like, the For Gotham sure. game is missing out on the Batman movie coming mm -hmm. out. Like, it's just like... I mean, imagine a skin, you know, you could have a skin or a Batmobile yeah. or whatever characters. Yeah. But um, I do think that this is going to get, oh, my God. Holy shit. It's Sam. What's up, fellow gamers? Hey, up, gamer? he heard we're going to be talking about Gran Turismo. And he said, I'm hopping on there. <laughs> no, it was more no. of I thought we did this on Fridays now. Uh, so I got home and I saw the uh, hey, everyone uh, message in the discord. And I went, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I we can still do it on Fridays. I just figured let's, let's do one tonight. I don't know. Yeah. I'm I have a, a prior engagement tomorrow, which means I can't. Uh, I you guys are more than welcome to do these shows on your own. They've, they're definitely smoother when I'm not on it. Um, we're just talking about how how this game is getting delayed. Kill the Justice League, the Suicide Squad game, and I'm I'm gonna tell you they're they're gonna have either DL some type of DLC that has Peacemaker or a Peacemaker character is gonna come out like within you know a few months after a couple months after the release of this game oh yeah. uh i think they'll they'll have like some type of quest as yeah now coming peacemaker in you know this is supposed to be spring 2023 they said this is arriving yeah. so wow a whole year is a whole pretty year. impressive yeah uh, that that like that tells me this game 
isn't anything right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yep. 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 Well, um, the other bit of news that uh, a game that is coming out um, before I gotta unshare and then share that's coming out before that, but was just announced, but is also sort of this geek cred thing is yeah. a brand new Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed co-op game. Yeah, okay. I'm going to need uh, a couple more people to help me <laughs> do ghosts. So like it's, yeah, 4v1. Yeah. Um, where, yeah, I mean, it's Ilphonic, and they did... Yeah. Uh, Friday yeah, the 13th ahead. and Predator yeah. Hunting Grounds. Uh, poor, poor Friday the 13th really got fucked. <laughs> uh, yeah. Through no fault of their own. It's a really fun, competent little version of a 4v1 game that just got fucked by a legal battle they have nothing to do with yep um uh and predator hunting grounds is a good game but it doesn't have any like uh, so it doesn't really have a soul. soul yeah the thing about predator is that like they've done precisely one half decent predator thing in the history of the franchise and that's the original movie <laughs> that's and it right even the original movie is just like it's more just machismo cool than uh, like being actually good so uh i mean i love predator like i love the design of predators that stuff's cool but like ghostbusters is a thing like that lends itself really well to team up team up as a four-player team to fight a big bad guy like that makes a lot of sense in terms of everything um and it seems to be tying in a little bit to the recent movie because it has old Winston sort of in control of everything, which is sort of how the uh, post credits of uh, Afterlife sort of set up things was Winston sort of taking over Ghostbusters as the businessman, as the money behind it. Mm -hmm. And so it really looks like Winston is franchising out the Ghostbusters. It I mean, that was sort of, uh, yeah, you're it, part of that yeah. post-credit scene, you're right. Yeah, yeah so uh, it does seem to be tied in, like, canonically with Ghostbusters. Uh, I hope there's, I, they need to bring the rookie back from the uh, yeah. original game, like, have him be, like, a default setting in, in, the, in the, the creative character or something. Make it, make it canon. Make it yeah. canon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I, I mean, it's I'm all for it. There's been, yeah. there's there's, I mean, the last couple of Ghostbusters games have been real fucking bummers. So, um, you ain't late, Playland. Welcome. You're just on yeah. time. Yeah, you're never yeah, they late. have been. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, uh, the 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 original, the not the original, the the licensed game from a handful of years ago was not great. But like as a Ghostbusters fan, it was. It's as Competent. a I will say it was. It is going to be involved in a panel. I would think at some point. In okay. The near a, future. <laughs> speaking of a panel, uh, we can we'll quickly mention again. Uh, we were talking about it. I don't. Uh, Taylor and I talked about it last week. Oh. The the one year Sam doesn't go to PAX East, um, <laughs> we're gonna have a, yet another PAX East. Were you on the panel with us uh, a couple like three years ago, four years ago, whenever it was, Sam? Uh, no, because uh, we had the minor celebrities from Game Ranks on it, uh, oh, and they took my right. spot. That's <laughs> right. They booted you out. They booted you out. So, um, but uh, yeah, we're gonna. We have a couple panels. We had Two. the uh, the seven is a 
better than a 10 panel, yeah. which is at 1230, I believe, on uh, yeah. or 4, 1230 on that uh, that Friday. I'll try to get these streamed in some way or another. And even if it's just my phone, like hooked up to a stand or something, we'll figure yeah, it out. They're very accommodating at PAX. Yeah. We'll and then get, uh we'll have, to, we'll have to make sure to get like all of that stuff definitely so definitely we'll have to get some slideshows made a slideshow yeah that'll be starting up pretty soon and then we have the the big one at 4 30 yeah the wordle royale at 4 30 yeah uh, i gotta make a logo for that yep. yeah yeah that's one of those things where it's going to be ridiculous to see how that shakes out in yeah and like I'll be interested to see if we could, if jet, if we're, tr if we could trick enough people to show up to this thing <laughs> with the word Wordle in the title. Maybe. Um, yeah, let's hope. Uh, <laughs> and I'd love for I, this to become a thing because there's <laughs> no, uh, PAX East in the past had, um, the wrestling, the giant yeah. bomb wrestling stuff, yeah. which was awesome. League that of Heels. The League of Heels that faded yeah. away. Yeah. Uh, that was a riot, but, uh, now we're going to have maybe the Wordle Royale. Yeah, the new the new uh, thing. I don't know how much we want to talk about that one since I do want to keep it relatively. Yeah, like, we'll just say be ready. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Wordle, yeah. people like Wordle. That's people all we'll like say. Hashtag, hashtag, right? That's a hashtag yeah. Wordle. Hashtag um, Wordle. We've got some. We got some hot scoops, some hints, some tips and tricks. Hints and tricks, and it's going to be good. Yeah. Hey, uh, we also have one more little bit of news that there has been a sequel announced. Um, surprise, surprise! They're making another Witcher game. I the for one, I game. for one, am shocked that they <laughs> are not letting this multi-million-dollar franchise just rot away. <laughs> Same, like, uh, likewise. No, it's uh the next game in the Witcher saga, which that's a lynx. That's not uh, a wolf or anything yeah. else. Um, so they're saying it's essentially it could be a whole new Witcher school. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> maybe it's not even Geralt. Yeah, so Girl. people were people were something were were people are something. People, people are were, something. Yeah. People are something. Uh, <laughs> people were speculating that it'll be like a Siri based okay. Uh, okay. game, which yeah, uh, that makes a lot of sense from like their perspective. And, uh, but I mean, come on, like I don't like these kinds of announcements because it's like yeah, yeah. no shit. Yeah. You just give me a picture saying we're making a new Witcher. Yeah, we kind of knew that. Like. <laughs> We know. It's like there's no How? teaser. There's no any. It's like if you weren't making a new. It's like whenever they release a news story where it's like, uh, Disney is uh considering work making a new like comic book based movie. You know, on like some obscure like you know the Wrecking Crew or some mm -hmm. shit. It's like I assume I just assume at all times that every comic book character is under some sort of minor development as a movie at this stage like you'd be stupid not to be considering everything so it's like right yeah of course they're making a new witcher game you didn't show me anything like, other than this yeah. logo like duh well like, how I, early did they announce cyberpunk like 2014 2016 yeah. 2013 i believe yes, it was. yeah maybe even before then yeah yeah was. and it took them how long to get it out from there and yeah. then uh yeah. cough yeah. cough yeah <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. Still not out. It's just—I don't know. Is this just them, like, trying to drive at least a little focus away from the fact that, like, they still are fucking up cyberpunk? Like, <laughs> like it's still like it's—I mean, it's in a playable state, but like nothing has sure like, 
added or changed or anything. Yeah, I it's I, I think it's gonna be counter programming from yeah. them going forward. Like they'll yeah. announce DLC or something for Cyberpunk and people will be upset and then yeah. you'll get to see like, you know, a screenshot of somebody's leg from this game or something yeah. like that, right? Uh, or some other like little release. Cause I mean yeah. It, as a whole, like CD Projekt Red got really dragged through the mud there for a little bit. Um, yeah. So I, I mean, they're anything to counter program that, and what? just remind people that, like, hey, you guys remember The Witcher, that Netflix series? Like, uh, yeah. it's a, based on a book, but also this multi-million-dollar game series. So. Yeah. Whenever something like this happens, it always feels like, uh oh, Jason Schreier must have an article coming out. <laughs> Like, <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. Like, oh, we're getting scooped. Or Jeff? Yeah. No, it's usually, it's not Jeff Grubb because they don't care what Jeff says. Jeff's just like, "Hey, fuck it, that space three's coming next year, yeah. <laughs> 2023. It's not Jeff making it this year. You won't hear anything." Jeff Grubb just wants wants to tell us what all these studios are making that they don't want to talk about. Yeah. Uh, he like he he <clears throat> that's all he that's all he's in it for. Uh, Schreier is really about just like. Uh, like John Wick out there just trying to like double tap the heads <laughs> of anyone out there who's just a shithead in the industry. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the Jeff Grubb will say, yeah, they're working on a new Witcher game, and it's probably coming out in, like, yeah. five years. But then Jason Schreier's version is, hey, the new Witcher game is developed by the same people that did Cyberpunk 2077, yeah. and they're already talking about Crunch. No, it's like they're the already in the middle series. of Crunch. In yeah, the they're already in the middle of Crunch, <laughs> and, they're, they're, and it's going to have uh, robots, and it's going to be um, backwards-forward compatible or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah inspired by Horizon. Uh, inspired by Horizon. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a match it's, three um, game actually. It's a match three game. It's, it's match puzzle game. quest, but with Witcher. It's good. And it's work. Witcher. Yeah. Um, other news, not really anything. I mean, there were, it's GDC week. There's actually a bunch of announcements this week, and I haven't had a chance to really sit really through them, parse through them, and see like there's been yeah. stuff. There's there's been a lot of stuff, stuff, but like, it's how much of it is like, <laughs> like yeah. Um, yeah real like front page worthy <laughs> right right i mean we we love indies that's the best thing about oh, yeah. pax east which is coming up and so gdc is great uh, we uh, taylor and i kind of talked about this last week the industry shift towards <clears throat> awesome recognition and lifting up of indies to mass market uh, you know i mean they're they're part of their the state of plays the the nintendo directs they're part yeah. of the xbox you know showcases uh, they're they may not necessarily carry the same cachet per se as like a Far Cry or whatever, but yeah, um, they sure as hell are treated in a lot of ways like as big as some of those games. And so, um, they're on par from gameplay perspectives and innovation. You can't beat indies. I mean, they're they're further along than any uh you know triple A game um triple A game does in, in in the nation. So there's a lot of it this week. Uh, there'll be a lot of it at PAX East. We love reporting on it. We just haven't had a chance to go through it all and talk about the yeah. cool stuff, which I'm sure we will. You just just go to sidequesting.com. We'll be posting trailers and doing all kinds of other other fun stuff on there. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, but uh, I do want to talk about the games we've been games we've been playing and um, uh, or what whatever we're consuming. And we're trying to as we we've been kind of talking about this in the Discord a little bit in the <clears throat> in the podcast. We're gonna slow things down we're not gonna um like do a bullet point here's every here's all 15 games that i played and here's yeah. like 25 minutes of each one it's like give us one thing 
uh, if it's a review that you have to put out, I don't know if any of us have any specific review things, but if it's no. uh, the review, this would be a place to talk about it. Or if it's just something you're gaming, something you're watching, just keep it just as like chill. It's a bunch of bunch of friends talking on a podcast. This is this is uh, Sam's intervention. This is the year end review, uh, yeah. the employee review of. Uh, oh, this you know, is the uh, this is that scene from Office Space. You got uh, yeah yeah. You got me and Dally side by side up here looking right at you, Sam. Looking and, down at wow. you, Sam. Down but at what you. exactly is it you say you would say that you do? <laughs> <laughs> well, hey Sam, what exactly is it that you've been doing in terms of gaming or not? So gaming help me God if you just turn this into a Genshin Impact thing again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, actually I have I haven't been playing a lot of Genshin uh recently. <laughs> not because uh, I, I don't want to, but because I'm holding out for the update that comes out I think next Tuesday. Um, so yeah. so yeah there'll be plenty of Genshin talk Genshin, uh later Genshin on. Yeah. Um, no I, I've been mostly playing two things which I think uh the two of you are also partaking in um and that would be Elden Ring uh um, oh, okay and uh gran turismo yeah um, so we'll start with elden ring and i'm sure elden ring has been talked to death on this podcast <laughs> um, no it hasn't continue <laughs> um and honestly i haven't been able to catch any of the episodes so i, I don't know people's feelings right. on it i don't i don't listen to the show so yeah, yeah i, 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 I would... never i haven't been on the side quest so i don't even know <laughs> I would like to start by saying that um, I really enjoy Elden Ring. Um, you know, I, I reviewed Mortal Shell for the website, um, yeah. and I'm into these style of games. Um, but I would also like to start off to say that every time I play it, um, I have been uh, being getting seriously mad about anybody who said this game is accessible for anyone. Uh, or anything about like, oh, if you played Legend of Zelda, like give Elden Ring a try. Absolutely don't. Elden Ring is first like, of all, it's so good that Taylor and Zach are not on this episode. Yeah, <laughs> they can have uh, like fresh ears yeah. for their Elden Ring. Uh, yeah, Elden Ring is is as accessible as like a MotoGP bike is to somebody who just got off of training wheels. Like it is not like it, it. It is not the same type of game as Zelda. Yes, you go around and yes, you find areas and that's cool. But when like that game is so like poorly designed for somebody that still is like it's their first it's their first Souls game. Now I think like there's a verbiage to it and a language that you can pick up and learn from playing the games. But even like switching items in your inventory while you're in the middle of a fight. <laughs> like making sure you're hitting the right buttons to activate those weapons while you're in the middle of a fight, knowing what things do, where things go for the love of God, you can skip the tutorial because you don't know that falling down a hole is an acceptable thing in Elden Ring. Um, and again, I love these games. Uh, I have put like 30 some hours into Elden Ring so far, <laughs> and I don't think I'm anywhere near beating it. Um, and it, I think it's really cool, but it, you still like it is still not for everybody. Uh, what was it? There was that stat where like uh, like fifty eight percent of players haven't even tried to fight the opening boss yet. Or yeah, something like I, that. I haven't. I like haven't. it's it, you know it's it's a game that people play a lot of and are going to bounce off of, um, and they might not see the end. And for some people, that's per perfectly fine to play a game for twenty hours, get what you saw out of it and never beat it 
But there are going to be plenty of people that have bought this game, played it for two hours, and went, nah, and taken it back to GameStop already. Um, so, I, I mean, I'm sure Elden Ring's been talked to death, and we'll, uh, I'd love to hear those two guys' opinions on Elden Ring. Because um, there is certainly cool stuff, like mm -hmm. finding the NPCs and, um, like, them just saying some, like, uh, uh, George R. R. Martin bullshit to you, and then handing you, like, this little whistle, or the little bell that you can summon uh uh i guess summons <laughs> i don't even know what they're called the like spirits or whatever to come fight with you they're called white um, walkers Obviously. yeah <laughs> meeting you know meeting uh different npcs and them giving you missions and stuff um it's cool i really like the open world and you know i have to praise it for the same type of stuff that zelda does which is you know very loosely here's the general direction you want to go mm -hmm. Um, and then how you get there or what you do in between point A and B is completely up to you. Um, and for those returning Souls players that got frustrated with bosses, yes, you can go other places and do other things. But what happens when you uh, are now have gotten through 10 different areas and you can't beat the boss at any 10 of those areas? <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I, there's there's some stuff that I think is absolutely wild for the crowd that's saying, like, this game's accessible for everybody. Um, but at the same time, like, if it is, if the Souls games have been something that you've been interested in seeing, this is definitely the one to hop in on. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I definitely feel like there is a contingent amount of players that play Demon Souls at the launch of the PS5 because they saw how impressive it was. Um, and totally hated that game, and all their friends are trying to convince them to play Elden Ring. Uh, and they're like, no, nah, I'm not falling for that shit again. Nah, um, dog. Yeah. So, yeah. So, there's that. Um, now, Gran Turismo 7, which uh, have either of you... I know JJ has at least oh, played yeah. a little bit of it. I, oh, I haven't I'm, yet. I'm, I, haven't. I'm, I am deep, deep, deep into the Gran Turismo 7 uh, whole So, game. unfortunately, I haven't had uh, too much time to play. Um because I've been making the commitment that uh, I will be playing no amount of Gran Turismo 7 that is not uh, with a steering wheel. Um, <laughs> that is that is my, my task to play through the entirety of my experience with GT7 uh, with the steering wheel. Um, and I can tell you that it, it's been going good. Uh, GT7 has a lot of options for uh, learning tracks um, and learning like how to get better with your cars. Uh, yeah. I'm never one that really likes to see like where the, you know, like, oh, hit the brakes here and, you know, yeah. turn in here. Like, I don't like those driving lines. But Gran Turismo has a very nice feature of it will show you like this is the turn in point. Mm -hmm. This is the apex of the turn. Yeah. Um, so if you have like some grasp on how racing works, like you can kind of know gas and throttle yourself, but you still have to find your own braking points in cars. Um, you still have to uh, shift correctly and stuff like that. Um, and that's the other thing. This will be the first game that I fully play through with a manual transmission. Um, oh, just because oh, wow, uh, nice. I never liked uh, shifting with a controller. Always felt weird to me. Um, but that wheel that I have has paddle shifters, mm -hmm. uh, which is also buck wild that one of the first cars they give you uh, is an automatic hybrid car. And you yeah. just did like de-gear the whole time. Uh, and you go to, when you get to a turn in Gran Turismo, it tells you like what the recommended gear for you to be in is. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously you can turn that off too. Uh, and it's just a suggestion because, uh, you know, some cars you're better off in third gear yeah. than second gear through a turn. 
Uh, but it always it always bugs me because it's like it's flashing D. It's like I'm in D, but I'm going 100 miles per hour. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it doesn't want that through the turn. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it's been fun. Um, you know, one of the things that I criticize uh, Forza Horizon for, uh, and they fixed it a little bit in five, is that it doesn't lock down the cars that you can use per the event. Um, so you can roll up to any event um, and basically set like what type of car you want to race in. Sure. Um, and, you know, there are some tracks that are better than others uh, for that type of yeah. stuff. In Gran Turismo, it does basically the complete opposite where you are choosing, um, you know, what course you're going into. And it locks down like, you know, this has to be this specific style of car. It has to be this manufacturer. It's got to be, you know, yeah. this power rating, this PP rating, yeah. um, stuff like that. So... It, it does a much better job of doing uh, that type of stuff. But then mm -hmm. uh, counter to that, unless you're making like single player races that I'm not sure really give you credits, um, which we'll get to in a minute. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yep. Uh, you're you're kind of stuck just like with the options that you've unlocked. Um, and uh, there's not a whole lot of unlocks that you have right at the beginning of the game. Um, so you basically have to play all of these guided structures or go into like the course learner and like try to use the type of card that they have. Um, except for even in, as you're in the beginning of the series and you're driving like hot hatches, um, the course learner is giving you like a Toyota, uh, like a prototype car and is like, learn the track. Uh, and it is a completely different driving style with those type of cars than it is with like your mom's Honda civic, which they give you to race it. Um, so I, I like it for that and also dislike it for that. Um, and the other thing is the sort of progression system that you go through. Mm -hmm. So um, you can like go on, on these missions that they give you at some point. They do have, um, you know, like the core, as you unlock tracks, uh, you can learn the tracks segment by segment and then do an overall segment and same type of bronze, gold, silver uh, series of unlocks and, you know, cars are tied behind that and stuff. And then, of course, your licenses um, that... Uh, that tried I, and true, everyone's favorite thing about Gran Turismo, the license yes, yeah. test. Which is, <laughs> is much easier, no, I won't say much easier, it's much better in a game like this yeah. because... The PS5 is very quick at restarting. That's stuff. the advantage. That's it's, I was I was explaining that I think when I was talking about the game a couple of weeks ago when it was brand when mm. I was just really getting into it. The SSD is all the difference maker in this because there is zero wait time when you fuck wow. something up. It yeah. is ah shit start like if you did that <laughs> crap. In, yeah, if you did that in one of the original Gran Turismo's, it's like, well, I have to go through the whole loading procedure again. So it mm. hurt when you failed. It doesn't hurt as much anymore. <laughs> yeah. So it it's it, it, it streamlines the process, but the main way that you progress and unlock cars is through that um the those menu books. Um mm -hmm. and it does a pretty good job of setting you up. Um, but very quickly, if you're running on the game anything other than like normal or easy very quickly does it assume that you know how to tune cars um, <laughs> and that you like have to like do that to even get into the top three that you're looking to finish. Um, and the difficulty with some of that stuff mm -hmm. is, is you'll be driving hard difficulty 
you'll need to get into third to, you know, move on or whatever, but you'll start back in 15. So uh, now you're like, you might as well set the game to normal or easy because you get the same amount of credits no matter what the difficulty is, but then it's not pushing you to learn. You're just kind of automatically always passing people um, and stuff like that. Then it gets to the credits, uh, which are basically a mockery. And I haven't even played (laughs) during the like new update, which apparently even nerfed credits further. Yeah. It's worse than it has been. Um, So you're talking about like even your most basic cars costing like 50,000. And for most, you get like 32 from a win on like some long tracks. Uh, And adding insult to injury is some of the luxury cars, like some of the nicer racing cars that you would want to buy are all locked behind like luxury brand manufacturers that you might not even get access to purchase. They give you these tickets and it's like, Hey, dumbass, you got 48 (laughs) hours to buy this Ferrari. And if you don't, you don't get this opportunity to buy this Ferrari again. Um, I'm sure you do at some point, but like it basically pushes you to get microtransactions, which is scummy as all get out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Then to make matters worse, half the reason that people buy racing games is so that they can play online and race against other people. Uh, So far, at least in my experiences, and maybe this week or next week, they're going to upload one of these, but you're competing with the collection of cars that you have. So if you don't have a car that really fits that standard that week, well, I guess you're not playing in the sports mode. Uh, You have to go to the generic multiplayer, which doesn't give as much rewards, um, and you still don't really get to pick what you're racing. Um, and even if you do have the correct car, well, I hope you spend a bunch of money to tune it because the people in your lobby have, um, and they will just automatically outpace you. Um, and they can just microtransaction their way to all the good cars if they want to. Um, Mm -hmm. so it's got growing pains and I know in GT sport, they occasionally did spec races where everybody got the same car. And then it was up to you to tune it, um, not buy new parts for it or anything like that, yeah. but just tune gear ratios and stuff like that, uh, set a hot lap and then go at it. Um, but it's like really deflating when you're running the default car and you're getting like a qualifying time that you think is really good. And then your first like you're queued into a match, which takes like 20 minutes to get into one. Um, then you find out that you're ninth. Uh, and the only reason you're ninth is because the like six people behind you didn't bother actually putting in qualifying laps. Yeah. Um, and then you just get smoked. Uh, and it's uh, it's fr- it's very frustrating. And I know the g- get good haha crowd um, out there, but I play other games other than Gran Turismo. Yeah. Um, and you know I don't want to play in like eighty hour campaign to maybe be decent at multiplayer. Um, so sure. It's, it's kind of frustrating. Yeah. See, like, for, for me, like, when it comes to this, for, the, like, the Gran Turismo bullshit, because it's just kind of what these The games, GT bullshit. Yeah. yeah, like, you know, I started with an advantage because I got the Steelbook edition of this game, which came with one and a half million credits out the gate and just a collection of high-end cars. Uh, so my garage kind of got a boost early on, so I didn't have to start with you know, a Honda, you know, that little electric car or anything. Like I, I had really good cars out the gate. So I kind of got the running start. I haven't paid any money on uh, microtransactions yet, but like, I love cars always have. And I like understand cars and I've been playing this franchise yep. since day one. So the tinkering with the cars 
and running test laps and stuff with the cars and like ah, i don't like the way that felt into like the, this corner and whatever and like going back in and changing the ratios and like the sh the the uh you know the shift durations mm -hmm. and stuff and things like that like I love yeah. that stuff and I love doing that stuff, but it's really asking a lot of pe out of pe people that aren't like committed to the Gran Turismo bullshit because yes. Sam's right. When you're playing yes. certain modes, especially in the higher difficulties, if you don't know what, like when you look at that screen, there's a lot of car words in there that aren't going to mean anything to a shit ton of people. So like you're not. This going is the to know. Elden Ring of yeah. uh, racing games. <laughs> of racing games. So like you're just looking at things, and it's like, well, what's the camber gonna do? Like, so you're just like fucking around with numbers, and then you get out to the track, and then they're like, oh shit, uh, <laughs> and, yeah. and you know, next well, thing you and, know, and and yeah. that and that's the other thing too is like you yeah. can make changes, um, and your car's like PP rating again, yeah, uh, will go up, and you're like, oh, I must have like done something good here, but then you yeah, go yeah. in that specific track, like you've tuned it completely yeah. incorrectly yeah. for how that track would be. And yeah. as far as I know, right now, there's no way to download tunings. Like I can't mm. just have yeah. like you know, I mean, you could go on YouTube and find your favorite, yeah. uh, like Twitch streamer or whatever, and yeah. you know, copy their tuning for the car. But even so, like that doesn't mean that that tuning will equal up to the way that well, you drive the car. And um, and and some of the tuning stuff is locked behind buying parts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. like, if you need, if you want to change your suspension, you have to spend money in game on your specific car that you want to adjust the suspension on with a fully customizable mm. suspension system mm. in the, and you have to unlock the tiers. Like it starts with basic and you have to like work your way up to extreme, like as your car collection grows and stuff. So like the if you want dirt tires, you have to grind through and get your car collection up to like a certain point. So like, it'll let you, you know, let you get racing slicks now or whatever it's uh it, it's it's, yeah. it's interesting because um i grew up on gran turismo before i grew up on uh forza and i hate to say yeah. grow up but i've been i've been playing what gran turismo far longer than i've been playing forza gran turismo one came out on my birthday there you go there you go and it was um, like that was my birthday present many i went years into ago. toys i went to toys r us pulled the ticket out of the little sleeve oh, and yeah. <laughs> for gran oh, turismo yeah. one well i was gonna say it's um, from from the car side, because I you know I'm in I'm fully vested in car culture in the development of vehicles. Yeah, this is Gran Turismo, the series, far pushes past f the Forza series within the automotive industry. And what I mean by that yeah. is, if you're into racing cars, like real life car races, you're gonna play GT. Um, if you're into tinkering with your car at home, you're gonna be into GT. If you're into just the video game aspect, you're probably going to go with like Forza Motorsport or Forza Horizon. But the Gran Turismo, part of the fun, I should say, yeah. is that uh, and it, is that it, it is so knee deep in, um, in its own bullshit. But it, it, the, the, the tinkering of a car, like you said, going around a track hundreds of times maybe just to make sure that you have your adjustments yeah. perfect how you want them and yeah. a car person will do that yeah. they will treat each of these cars as their own as like individual avatars because they're gonna 
They're going to go in. They're going to adjust the hell out of each of these. Yeah. Tune them perfectly so that they know exactly which one to go go with on each course, on each track, at each time of day, and each weather, yeah. and how they want to show it off, how many, how they want to take off photos. Like this is genuinely in, uh, that kind of game. It's in, which is in, not for everybody. In Forza, sure. especially Forza Horizon, you can get away with just getting like a car, yeah, and yeah. sort of mm-hmm. it being your baby, yep. and like it may not be the best for everything, but you're going to be able to win any race with like your good car uh, sure. and the game scales too in forza to like what your car is in a lot of ways uh especially horizon not so much motorsport because motorsport's trying to sort of be gran turismo in, in its way yeah, but yeah. horizon it's in, in general but gran turismo doesn't afford you that in any way you have to have a garage full of every type of car you do you need you need an america you need one from every country you need one of every drivetrain <laughs> and you need one of every sort of like class like you need one that's like you know sub 300s you need ones that are like you know the 660p they've changed it the pp thing is a relatively new thing mm-hmm. um but um for gran turismo mm-hmm. but because uh, it used to just base it off of horsepower like it has to be below this horsepower or something which used to sort of exploit it and um you know you could just be like well like you can use a race car and just kind of drop it down to that but now you can't do that anymore because sure your race car yeah. by default is going to be it but yeah, yeah Gran-, Gran Turismo 7 has a lot of growing it's like Gran Turismo Sport Sport yeah. started off sh- like shit and kind of became a really fun competent game by the end of its sort of lifespan uh and I feel like mm-hmm. Gran Turismo 7 is I'm not going to defend the grind that they've changed for the credits yeah it's disgusting um it doesn't affect the way i play personally play the game too much right now especially since i got the head start with the bullshit but it's it's disgusting it's disgusting. Uh, and they should be yeah. ashamed of what yeah they i thought. i i think because obviously i'm having fun with it and i'm going to continue playing it um it is a bummer that sure. online you know is kind of inaccessible to me at the level that i'm at right now um but the, I, I mean, the nice thing about it is that, you know, the game, as you mentioned, Ellie, the game is about like the car, car culture and like learning that stuff. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, I wish it kind of held your hand a little bit more with tuning yep. Um, yep. and figuring that stuff out because that is like the nitty gritty of it. Um, There's and no I, you tutorial know, for it, really. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like everything has a tutorial. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Everything has a tutorial but tuning because that's very hard just to watch this video yeah, yeah. it's very hard this, to yeah. teach somebody what 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 that means in a lot of like mm-hmm. without it being like a course like right you, like to be cut you ha- like it, to fully understand you either need to be ase certified or like uh <laughs> act or like or just like understand cars and well and sure. yeah and <laughs> like even you know even as terms of a driving like i can tell you that my car is understeering or oversteering in yeah. and out of a corner but if I don't know the correct terms of, you know, what I'm looking for in the settings to tune that, 
then yeah. I'm just kind of like, I mean, look at that. It's like <laughs> yeah. a menu, that that menu yeah. means nothing to yeah. like anybody that doesn't understand like even half of that. Yeah. Like, oh, here's yep. the, like the air filter ratios or whatever. Like yeah. what? Like <laughs> the exhaust manifold. Do you know which exhaust manifold to use? How much yeah, exactly. So I, I mean, you know, it's yeah. one of those where it, it's I, I wish it was a little bit handholdy uh, with some of that stuff. I wish it didn't make you so dependent on that for success in some avenues, but I totally understand it. Um, you know, it, it's, it is that game that like, you know, if before you hop into iRacing or something that's that yeah, stuff is required yeah, yeah. to like GT is definitely the more user-friendly version of all of that stuff. Sl slightly. <laughs> yeah. Not by a whole lot, but so, yeah, it, has a, lot. it has a better user interface. For us. <laughs> High go. school there textbook you. instead of a master's yeah. degree, yeah. uh, doctorate. Instead of the textbook. master's degree. Yeah. <laughs> All, All right. right. Yeah, so JJ, have you been I, playing anything else or is this just kind of those from uh, your standpoint? Yeah. The other stuff I, I really don't like, I'm going to wait for Zach to come back. So me and him can go. Okay. All right. Strangers of <laughs> strangers of paradise. Oh uh, yeah. It'd be a good conversation. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, and I've been playing WWE 2K22. Uh, which okay. Is okay. But I figured I could talk it's about comic okay. books instead. Yeah. It's fine. It's, it's not, a, it's not a broken. All right. Well, from, I mean, gaming standpoint, uh, I've been, it's been just a crazy week for work, um, trying to catch up on a bunch of other stuff. So I have been pulling a lot of late nights, which means I'm not in front of my main big gaming devices. I've just been on my either, either my switch or my phone. Um, yeah. and so, uh, not, on, I mentioned the steam deck. I'm not in front of the steam deck because it does take a lot of time to set up and get <laughs> stuff, stuff running. The switch is just like, it's on and it goes. Yeah. And uh, I've talked to Steam Deck to death. I won't get into it anymore. Um, but uh, I'm still plugging through Triangle Strategy. It is, <clears throat> they put those, uh, they put the demo out um, and it's still out there, which is like the first three chapters of the game, which are, it. so that demo has is the wrong thing to put out there. The same with the <laughs> Kirby demo, the wrong thing to put out there. Um, Kirby demo is essentially the first, <clears throat> like first few stages of the game which are not super exciting. They're cute, but not exciting. Yeah. And so it, like Zach, you mentioned, it kind of turned him off. He's like, oh, there's the same Kirby bullshit. It's just in slightly, yeah. you know, it's the three now. Whereas everything I've read about from a review standpoint is like, oh, it's that, but it's a lot more. It's that demo is just kind of poorly executed. Um, and the same with Project Triangle Strategy is that the demo is like the first three chapters. And man, those first three chapters are, there's, hardly any battles that take place in those first three chapters you're literally i think there's like one chapter per battle it's a slog and it's like a few hours worth of a slog to get through that that um that uh that section but once you do uh and i mentioned this to taylor the game does pick up and i i i am really kind of enjoying it it's it's uh i've kind of bounced back and forth between it being Final Fantasy Tactics or that side or the Tactics Advance side. Um, it's got a, weirdly, it's got a little bit of like Fire Emblem thrown in there in terms of some stuff, which is kind of cool. So uh, <clears throat> it's a healthy mix of all of all three of those genres, uh, of all three of those series. Obviously, way more Final Fantasy Tactics influenced, but a good mix. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Uh, it's a 7 out of 10 which is that <laughs> level of game, which is, which to me is like, I can, I'll get through this. I know exactly what I bought this for and I'm going to enjoy it. And 
Um, still not in love with the graphics in this one, like the visual aesthetics in this one. I think it definitely worked better in Octopath Traveler, but um, I think in in the in a tactics game, it starts to look a little little more dated than because uh, you're you're hopping into isometric instead of something like Octopath, which is much more of a fixed viewpoint, which yeah. kind of really guides your eye to specific spots. I think with with something that's that's isometric it's a little more difficult and, and it lets you rotate the camera it's a little more difficult to get any certain things to stand out and add some like cool atmospheric effects so that was one thing that octopath traveler really did nicely was some really cool uh atmospheric effects and and like bloom you know lighting and a bunch of other stuff that you can't really do here because your character is moving across you know a board so um but yeah i'm enjoying it uh and then like i said i i I will never I'll, play it. I just know. I, it's just... Yeah, it's um, it's it's super repetitive, but that is what these games are. It's just yeah. <clears throat> the same battle over and over and over and over again. And that's it's why to me it's like, like it's fine. It's yeah. just the map has different geometry this time. <laughs> the map has different geometry and there's different type of yeah. long range versus medium range weapons. So um, yeah, I whatever. It's it's fine. Instead so, of talking uh, about it. video games because I don't have any, I can't talk yeah. about comic books though. That's what okay. Feel like tell me a couple. Tell me of a, of a of a few comics that you're that you're chugging yeah, along. I, I'll just I I will talk about in a little more length of three, but I will show you yeah. the ones that okay. I got this week with my poll oh, box. Nice. Uh, the uh, 10 deaths of Wolverine issue five came out. They've been running this ongoing storyline. Oh wow! Of it's it's alternating. There's 10 deaths. Or, it's X deaths and X lives of Wolverine. And they're on issue five now of this. It's been kind of a fun story, especially it's Wolverine centric and all of his sure. rogues gallery. It's fun. It'll be co- It'll be a good collective thing when you're doing, they've put, they put out a new uh, Venom series, uh, mm-hmm. a, a new, lethal, oh. a new lethal protector series. Because uh, there's protector. a current, because a lethal protector was like one of his, or that's what the Venom movies are based off mm-hmm. of and everything. And this is sort of going back to that well. It's early uh, Eddie Brock uh, stuff. Um, it's, this issue takes place a few, several years ago. Sure. Kind of thing. So it's 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 Eddie Brock Venom doing his Venom thing, being the lethal protector again. Uh, Saga is back, baby. And yeah, baby. <laughs> the third issue of The Return uh, came out this week. And it's, it's really... Uh, this story has been like, it's like, it's, it's, it's like season two of saga. Cause the original <laughs> run, the original one yeah. ended on like hell of a cliffhanger kind of thing. Um, and since they've been back, it's sort of done a time jump and there's some really fascinating stuff going on. And I'm very curious to see it's still vague as to what exactly is happening and who some of these new characters are, but mm-hmm. um, uh, it's been really fun. Uh, I get detective comics every week and it's just a good Batman story or every other week. It's just good Batman stuff. And they're usually, there's usually backup stories in it. This one has uh, house of Gotham in like a secondary story in it. And I think of all of them, I think the detective uh, comics have been more enjoyable than just the Batman straight up. They alternate. It's like Batman detective comics, Batman detective. I think these tend to be a little better because they tend to be a little less like actiony based they, they live mm-hmm. up to their detective comics uh sort of guy. but these are the main ones these are the big ones this week i think especially for me uh first and foremost godzilla versus the mighty morphin power rangers hell yeah that's uh, a comic book ass <laughs> comic book baby uh this is why comic books exist because 
uh, Hollywood yes. is a bunch of cowards and they would never make this uh, a reality. Uh, Rita creates a multiversal uh, terror that's where she's going to take over an Earth that mm -hmm. doesn't have the Power Rangers in it. And it just so happens <laughs> that they end up on an Earth with Godzilla. Like, it's like they teleport into the middle of a big Godzilla fight and Jason is there like got teleported with him so he gets like this first issue has him getting in a battle with Godzilla in his dragon sword uh and spoilers Godzilla fucks him up <laughs> like just just treats him like he's nothing like does like a wrestling backbreaker on the dragon oh, yes. sword it's fucking sick this is cool as hell it's stupid uh, it's obnoxious, and it's exactly what you want when you read Dope. the title, Sweet. Godzilla versus the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. So uh, I am definitely going to be keeping this one going. Uh, there's a new Wolverine series that started oh, really? this week uh, called Patch. Because uh, back in when Wolverine first started getting his uh, normal like re weekly release stuff, uh, that was sort of he was in Madripoor under a secret identity of Patch. Uh, and so they're kind of going back to that, that sort of Wolverine as almost a James Bond-ish character, mm. um, where he's just kind of in Madripoor dealing with, like, stuff, and there's a lot of, like, Asian influence in it, and he's, like, in the jungle, like, taking down crime and shit, mm. uh, and this is written by Larry Hama, who is one of my favorite comic book writers, he's the guy that did all of the G.I. Joe stuff, if you think oh, of... Wow. When you think of GI, what anything you think of about '80s GI Joe is Larry Hama. Uh, okay. He's the, and he's done Wolverine in the past too. Like he did a lot of patch stuff and stuff uh, previously. So they got him back to do this. It's really fun. Really good first issue. Uh, I, I'll be definitely uh, checking this one out. And Scott Scott. I was gonna say Scott Snyder has a new book, but it's not really a new book. It's the first physical release. It used to be a Comicology original, hmm. but. Comicology sucks and nobody really buys yeah. comics from Comicology, especially on a weekly basis. And Comicology's only gotten worse and worse under Amazon's <laughs> ownership. Yes, it uh, is. it's it's almost unusable at this stage. Uh so this week, uh physically, uh they got Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo's uh We Have Demons. Ooh. Uh so this is uh, this is Dark Horse. We were just talking say, about Dark Horse. earlier. Uh, this is a three-part thing. It just started this week, and it is very cool. It's very violent, uh, but it is a story about, like, demons are real, the fall of man. You have, like, this daughter whose father was, like, a pasture that, like, he was, like, a, you know, a clergyman who was, like, you know, he led the, you know, he was the town's priest and everything, and he had, like, a second life that she didn't know anything about until hmm. he died, and she finds out that he was a demon hunter, and uh, so now she's taking up the, uh, the reins of it, yeah. and it's, like, because the demons are winning by the time you get to the story, so, uh, it's like this is our last ditch effort as humanity to fight back the demons and it's really fucking cool if you like horror or um just sort of that sort of like vague it's like vaguely sort of like religious horror kind of stuff because it's like demons and like god followers and things like that but um it's beautiful uh it's got really good art it's got a really good story um it's already exists like you can read this whole thing now 
on comicology, but this is the physical. It even has the comicology originals mm -hmm. uh, thing on the back. But um, I think this is the best way to read comic books. Is in a I like I I read comic books digitally, but I read back issues and stuff. I, I still think reading like focused, in, like reading books mm. physically is still like the best. Way I still I love it. Go, I, I still love it. it that way. And yeah. so that's probably my top recommendation of the cool. week. Okay. Uh, is that one? I think that is if you can get it if you can get to a comic mm. book store, go pick it up. If you can't, you can just read the whole thing. It's three issues. Um, I love it's it. Available now, and yeah, uh, it's it's fantastic. We're gonna need you to do um, this regularly. Just yeah. like here, here's a here's like because you were you were doing the pull box stuff for pull a while there. But like, uh, boy, that's kind of stressful to the have to. Read it is, yeah. Every, just to, we can talk about it on the podcast once a month or something. Works, I think yeah. that'd be cool. Yeah. Well, I, I, maybe uh, maybe try to get some more comic like related content. Yeah. On yeah maybe get some people with uh wanting yeah. to you know supply some review copies of things. that's that works that works yeah. <laughs> hope you're listening stanley's ghost are you listening yeah um cool cool cool, cool. excellent good stuff good stuff well that's yeah. gonna bring us to an end that's an hour baby that's an hour we did it we're we're actually being a little more uh cognizant of our time we're just kind of hanging out and chatting it's good yeah. i like it loose it's good um and I actually have time to go watch the Halo series, which is which is pretty I'm cool. Sorry. That today. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. There you go. You get three months of Marvel Unlimited with Game Pass. That is yeah. Well, so. uh, Marvel Unlimited works now, uh, okay. which is really good. <laughs> uh, that was always a major problem with being a Marvel Unlimited subscriber is that you spent uh, $100 a year or $10 a month for an app mm -hmm, that didn't mm -hmm. work. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, you know, but now it actually sort of like I have had uh, it's 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 less intuitive of an app now it's, True. it yeah. used to be it used to be easier to just like find like stories but they kind of like <laughs> disguise them a little better these days but it's still it's it's now's the time to jump in with your three months with game pass uh uh hit me up on twitter at there you e underscore double underscore j and i can give you all the recommendations i have an exhaustive knowledge of comic books especially marvel uh i yeah i know a lot about wrestling and <laughs> video games but i know more about comic books so <laughs> yeah. he sure does he sure does <laughs> definitely um well uh you now you know where you can find him at at the underscore that's what at that's, the underscore double underscore yeah. jane wow yes that's that that was that's what i was i set you up that was a segue I set yeah that's right you can find me there at dolly demofsky yeah you got it look at that you got it it's i'm getting there i'm getting there you can find Catman down there in the discord once in a while just kind of uh cheesing on on ryan gann and a few other folks so that's always good <laughs> Sam's Ryan good to hear, hear your great voice. <laughs> right, and yeah, you. Uh, by the way, um, th there's been a ton of games out there. We are. I mean, we talked about Elden Ring. We talked about <clears throat> Gran Turismo, Pokemon, all that kind of stuff. There's still like a few more big releases popping up here over the next couple weeks. Um, are any of you before we we hang up? Are you guys looking forward to anything in particular? Like, I'm getting Kirby tomorrow. Yeah, so I'm, I'm not going to get Kirby tomorrow, but I'll definitely get Kirby soon. And I'm absolutely getting uh, Ghostwire. So cool, 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 yeah. cool. Yeah, I, I'm on board for Kirby um, tomorrow. Uh, Ghostwire is definitely something that I'm interested. 
yeah. uh, in playing, but uh, that's going to have to be on the delay shelf. Because um, uh, Games Pass has really been kicking it into high gear recently. Yeah, yeah, it has um, been, yeah. Young Souls uh, was just added to Game Pass, uh, and that's something my partner and I are going to try to play through because it's completely Sweet. co-op. Um, Formula One 2021 was just added to Games Pass today. Oh, sick. Um, so uh, I, I think what I think I might be doing is uh, throughout the 2022 season of Formula One, um, all the tracks that we go to that are in that game, uh, I think I'm going to try to like play alongside them. So like specifically mm-hmm. for those weekends um, and crank all the nice. difficulty uh, up to the most difficult that you can get in that and see if I can uh, – Managed to win that race. Uh, Hang with the big boys. I say that, uh, and since it just came out, I'm going to start that this week, which uh, I think the track layout is different from last year. <laughs> but uh, it's in that game, I believe. So, uh, And, of course, the cars are completely different, too. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, so I'm going to give that a go. Um, and then I feel like there's, as you said, there's a bunch of stuff coming up, but, like, I'm blanking right now. I mean, I supposedly will be getting my Steam Deck email at the beginning of April here because uh, I'm nice. one of those nice. lucky Q2s, and I'm hoping it goes a little bit smoother than uh, it did for you there, Dally. Uh, uh, it, I mean, I, you know, I had the, like I guess I had the issues, but it's, uh, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this year is kind of packed with stuff. It is. Um, and I feel like we don't even know half of it that's for sure coming out. That the, Even that Harry Potter state of play that I'm yeah. sure you guys talked about last week, um, like feels like that holiday 2022 feels like super optimistic to me. <laughs> it really does, um, yeah. So, uh, hey, who knows? I feel like the games that we'll be talking about like in June, uh, like you guys are going to PAX, what, end of April, middle of April? Yep, yep. Um, April, one month. Middle. We'll be there like, one month. Like from that is going to be the, uh, yeah. the next big talking point, right? It's, we'll get the little trickle of news. We got some, like, mediocre releases coming up. Uh, I mean, what, uh, Tiny Tina's uh, Adventure yeah. or whatever is that tomorrow. Came out, was that tomorrow? Tiny yeah. Tina Adventures, yeah. Star Star Wars, uh, was it the uh, the Lego Star Wars game that's coming out? <laughs> Yes, I can weirdly. I mean, they're they're fun (laughs) games, but like it is still just Lego Star Wars. Like they they will they will they're gonna wring blood from this stone. They need Uh, to go back to the style of cutscenes that they had in uh, the Lord of the Rings uh, game, where they just took the audio from the movies uh, and then like reenacted the scenes, but in Lego. uh, Like, uh, what is his name? Aragon when he dies or whatever is like super dramatic and he dies with a turkey. I thought it was. I thought the games were way more funny when they were just pantomiming the scenes. Like that was like the early <laughs> Lego Star Wars ones were really like they really yep. nailed sort of the surreal comedy of Star Wars when it's it's the same scene but we're just kind of pantomiming. No words are being said. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be kind of a, a wild I think second half of the year because they're they're sort of clearing things up. We were gonna get um uh what was that. Uh, battle advanced what is it uh the switch game advanced wars advanced wars thank you battle advanced i was thinking yes. whatever um, that was <laughs> battle tech that was gonna be at the beginning of april obviously they're pushing it back to later uh and then i, I think wonder when um, that's going to like they didn't yeah, say when they're I, gonna release they, it. they didn't said- i would i'm gonna assume now it's probably like August or yeah. September. Yeah. yeah. Um, Honestly, if it can just slow down releases, I got still a list yes, from last year. I still same. need to play Solar Ash. I still need to play Dead Loop. Still I need to play Rise things. of Arcadia or uh, not Rise of Arcadia, I, Tales of Arise. Tales, yeah. Tales of Arise. Yeah. 
I just started. So I just started uh, Half Life Alex. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because like when twenty twenty when twenty twenty took a shit, um, I was able to catch up on a bunch of games that I like. I finally finished Breath of the Wild. Finally finished God of War twenty eighteen. I thought, holy shit, what did I miss by not having time to play any of those, any of those games? Now I had plenty of time to play these games, and it was fantastic. And now it's like <laughs> the floodgates open for like the last five months and everything just poured out which has been crazy but well we'll we'll get into that as more games release we're gonna have a lot of fun stuff to talk about over the next few weeks here and then packs and all that good stuff but i'm gonna let you gents gents go thank you guys for hopping on tonight thank you to our our viewers and listeners as usual sidequesting.com sidequesting tv on youtube and twitch please if you're if you haven't subscribed to us on one of your favorite podcasting things, if you don't listen to podcasts, that's fine. Still subscribe to us, anyways, because on a few of them, I've actually I've subscribed to us on like a few different uh, podcasting <laughs> just to let our numbers get up a little bit. I'm not. Telling uh, it's you like that. it's like how uh, every year on the Spotify Unwrapped, my favorite <laughs> podcast, Disney Compendium, <laughs> suddenly pops up. It's amazing. Um, but uh, yeah, definitely, and uh, spread the word because that, that that totally helps. And we're gonna keep having fun and keep staying loose and um, do some more giveaways and uh, slowly putting an agenda together. I think when we when we hang out at PAX, we'll probably maybe we'll spend a little bit of time developing a little bit more of an agenda for the podcast, and I think it'll be be kind of fun. But uh, yeah. yeah, other than that, we'll see you all on the next episode of the Side Quest. I, got, I used the wrong hand shit. Oh, there we go. I'm, I'm right handed, so I think and broadcast button. Sam's waving you. Just can't. <laughs>